Hey, Frederick, thank you so much for being here today. We're super excited to have you on. I would love if you would introduce yourself. Courtney, thank you so much for this opportunity. I really appreciate this. Uh, so my name is Frederick Lee and I am a fantasy author. My debut novel, Resort Aquatica, just came out in January of 2023. It's available on Amazon on a paperback and ebook. And I'm a journalist. That's my day job. And so I've always loved writing. I went to college to study the media and to study news, actually. And when I graduated college, I entered the news world. So I'm a working reporter, journalist, and also an author. Love that. I would love if you could tell us what your book's about. So my first book, Resort Aquatica, is it's a it's purely a fantasy um, with romantic elements. So it takes place at a mysterious uh, tropical resort that's in somewhere in the Bermuda Triangle. The exact location is not really known, but um, there's a lot of interesting elements about this resort. Uh, there's one of one of the guests named Calvin Tremont is actually visiting the resort, and at the resort uh, he starts to realize that there's strange things going on. Uh, there's these exotic animals that are drawn to the resort under mysterious circumstances. And it seems like the guests at the resort are really almost in a trance. And slowly but surely, Calvin uh, starts to unravel the mystery of the resort, which um, <clears throat> this is one of the earlier, it's not, I'm not re revealing any, any spoiler alerts, but Calvin realizes pretty early on that the resort is actually run by a family of mermaids that are disguised as women that they use their feminine powers to draw rich men to their resort and spend lots of money. So that's the premise. That's the basic premise of Resort Aquatica. Love that. What inspired you to write your book? Well, I've always loved writing. That's been like a lot of writers. When you're going through school, you have certain skills that you excel in. And I've always excelled in that area. And I've loved, I've always loved books just like Courtney was saying, we were talking a little bit before the show, we both have just this love of books. And um, actually, Courtney, when I was reading your uh, description of the podcast, the word escape really jumped out. That's what that's what books were always for me were an escape from, you know, maybe I was having a fight with my parents or anything. It could be, maybe I was lonely. A book was always just a companion for me, especially fictional books. I just remember, I mean, Charlotte's Web was one of my early big ones. I love Matilda was one of my early big books. And I just... Ever since I had that experience with fictional books, novels, I just wanted to do that. And so I've tried to orient my writing career in that direction over many years. And so this is my first book I have out. So it's exciting. Love that. When you were writing your book, who were you thinking of when it comes to who your book is for? Well, I've heard authors say, many uh, notable authors say that you should always write books that you want to read. And I always really agreed with that. I think, I believe that that's the most important thing an author can do is write the book that you wish was out there that you want to bring to the world. And so I really wrote it for myself and for people that, I mean, I just, there's something about mermaids that always enticed me. I'm from the beach area. They've just seemed, there's always been a mystique. There's a, you know, they draw men in and they're dangerous and they're beautiful and they're exotic. I've always just loved that fantastic element. And I wanted to explore that so much. I just wanted to see what I could do with that uh, fantastic element of mermaid. And so one interesting thing that happened really early on when I was really starting to think about writing the book was 
I was thinking about different mermaid stories throughout history, and it's usually a mermaid and then a human man in a story. So I thought, why don't I just make it so that the mermaid species is has to be dependent on the human man <clears throat> to proliferate and to survive. And so that's really the dynamic here is the mermaids have to really marry human men to continue their uh, species. So it's much more, obviously it's much more explained in the book in a more elegant way, but that's really the underpinning of the fantastic element uh, in terms of the mermaid species. And so I've always lived near the beach and just mermaids and they've just always been interesting. And I always wanted to explore that uh, fantastic element in a story. Love that. How long have you been writing? Well, everyone, I, I feel like everyone always has writing prompts and stuff throughout elementary school and middle school and stuff like that. Uh, I, well, I started writing for my college newspaper at University of Virginia. So I, that was when I first started news, news writing. Um, I've been writing fictional stories probably since I was, probably since I was very little. Love that. What made you really want to start writing your book? Mm, that's a great question. I really believe it's about wanting to see if you can do it when it's your first book, you want to see if you can actually do it. It's, it's a goal. If, I mean, I, I write a lot. So when you're writing all the time, you have an idea that you can one day write a book. And so I just, at first, I just wanted to see if I could, if it was even possible, if I could actually finish it and like it. And so that was, it's a sort of a question I wanted to explore. If you, if you love books as much as I do, it's, you want to, if you love books as much as I do and you love writing as much as me, you it, it's sort of a natural thing to want to at least try to see if you can do that. And so that was really the impetus. And then I started and it was so much fun. I love spending time with the characters and the characters had interesting dynamics that I didn't even think were going to be were to be there. And it's just was always something fresh and new that would come. And it just became such an enjoyable process. There was never any reason not to do it. I love that. What is your schedule like when you are writing a book? So I usually do it by words. So, well, that's not exactly true. I think if I'm if on a good day, I can do a thousand words a day. Sometimes I can do more. More often than not, I do a little bit less than that. I'll do like a little chunk if I'm not totally devoted to writing a thousand words. I'll just do like 300 words or maybe 500. But if I can do a thousand words a day, I mean, if you think about it, a lot of the average novel is what, probably like 130 or 120, 120,000 words. And so if you can do a thousand words a day, that's a few months and then give yourself a month or so for editing. That's how I think of it. So when I'm trying to put out new stuff, because sometimes you get caught in the trap of waiting around for a good idea or you're waiting and waiting and sometimes you just have to write through the the writer's block i guess and put something on the page and then the rest goes from there love that what do you need in your writing space to help you stay focused uh definitely coffee coffee is probably the reason my novels have finished <laughs> but um yeah i like coffee i love music i love lana del rey she's my favorite artist i always listen to her when i'm writing or, you know, something low, low key, nothing too like upbeat or too fast. I like 
sort of slow, elegant, romantic, heartfelt music that, you know, really gets me in the mood to write. Love that. So what is your favorite writing snack or drink? Definitely coffee again <laughs> or water. So I, I mean, I don't really snack too much. I sometimes when I eat too much early in the day, I feel kind of sluggish and then I don't feel like writing. <laughs> so I try to eat like my larger meals after I write, if that makes any sense. But it's very chaotic. I mean, I've been up at 1 a.m., because I had the writing bug and I said, okay, if I don't have, if I haven't had the writing bug for the last two weeks and I have it now, I should probably write. So it's all very chaotic. I'm sure I've eaten all different types of foods writing. <laughs> so I don't want to say it's never happened, but I try, I try to eat a little bit later after my writing process. Amazing. What type of books do you personally enjoy reading? Me and Courtney were actually talking about this uh, before the podcast started, and we really like all types all types of books. I really like those books that you hear about a lot, but you've never read. Like, I was at Barnes & Noble yesterday, and I saw Howl's Moving Castle, the book. And so I've seen the anime movie, like, many times. I love that movie. But I've never read the book, and I've always wanted to read the book, and so I just picked it up. And so I have that on my to-be-read list. I'm in the middle of Game of Thrones right now. I have book three is my next one on my list. <clears throat> and um, John Irving is a book I'm reading. Uh, Devil Wears Prada is on my list. They're all right here. Some are the monkeys. <laughs> so I, it's all like a mishmash of books that I've collected over the years. Everyone, whatever, but every writer, every reader has their to be read or to be to read book list. That's a mile high. And I'm actually making a dent in mine. It's a miracle. So happy about that love that are there any books or authors that inspired you to become a writer Mm, definitely Raul Dahl who was the Matilda he did Matilda and then he did Charlie and the Chocolate Factory he just really had a good touch with that fantasy element and had such good balance with writing a story that was was fantasy but also felt so real like when I think about just Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the book, it just has that balanced touch of that good, good writing. Um, that's just so natural. And then Charlotte's Web, I mean, I was probably in second, first or second grade, and that was the first chapter book that I read, like, all in one day. And I love the fact that I did that. And I was like, I'm a, I'm an adult now. I read this whole chapter book in one day. And so that book was so good. Um I just love books because a book can be so many different things. It can like this, the range of stories just is infinite. So I just love that you can carry it around and it's disconnected from the internet. It's almost like a little meditation when you have a really good book um, that you're really into. Um, So no, I mean, I love all types of books. I have Sarah Mass is on my list. I know she's really, really popular right now. Um, And Colleen Hoover, she's on my list. I haven't read any of hers, but I've obviously seen her blow up. So I'm excited to read that. So lots of stuff, lots of stuff. Love that. What type of books did you grow up reading? Did you have an all-time favorite? Hmm. All-time favorite. That's a good question. Yeah, because my all-time favorite now is probably different than my all-time favorite growing up. So growing up, I would probably think I feel like I've said Charlotte's Web too many times so I'll give you another example 
I loved the um the series of unfortunate events. I just loved they were sort of baroque and fascinating and murder mystery and macabre and almost like had the Adams family vibe. So I love those. Those are really cool. Even though I never finished that series and I've been planning to finish it for like 20 years and I got halfway through and I was little and I never finished, <laughs> but I, I will finish because it's so, they're so good. Um, but I keep starting over at the first book and I've read the first book like 20 times and then I haven't read the middle books at all. So it's like, I always get stuck in that loop. But the series of unfortunate events was really good. I loved uh, um, where the red fern grows was one of my favorite books. So, you know, classics. I just love the classics. Amazing. On the other side of that, now as an adult, what is your favorite series or authors that if something comes out, you automatically grab it? Hmm. I really like the Game of Thrones books. I think they're really good. They're a lot better than the show. I never was really that into the show. But um, because the show was so successful, I figured the books had to be good. Because usually if a show was good and it's based off a book, the book's like really good. So I'm really enjoying Game of Thrones. And I just read um, Little Fires Everywhere by Celeste N.G., and that was great. That was so much better than I thought that was going to be. Um, uh, Game of Thrones. I have... I just read Infinite Jest by David Foster Wallace. It's sort of like a long literary book. And that was not very good. <laughs> but I wanted to read it because it's like a thousand page book and I've been carrying it around for years. And I didn't feel like carrying it around anymore. So I wanted to read it and throw it out. So I did. I love your honesty. <laughs> what would you tell someone just starting out with reading again? I always say read stuff that you are interested in. Like my brother is sort of business oriented. And he always asks me like, why do you read so much? How do you motivate yourself to read so much? And I, I think I can get away with it because I'm a writer in my professional life. So if I'm reading all the time, like I can sort of justify it in my mind. Like, oh, this is improving me as a writer if I read. Because it's sort of almost like a luxury when you're just reading. Because you can be doing more productive things. Or the ghost in the back of your mind is saying, oh, you could be doing more productive things. But um, I always say read stuff that you are interested in. Like like for my brother, I would just mo like recommend business type books or, you know, business fiction, fictional type books. Uh, yeah, I mean, if you're someone who likes cars, read about cars. I mean, there's all different types of even in the fiction, like even limited with fiction, there's car fiction. I'm sure that's a subgenre. Or there's a subset of fiction that only takes place in the Carolinas. I mean, just find stuff that you like, historical fiction, sci-fi. You know, if you're interested in technology, there is. I'm sure there's plenty of sci-fi AI type fiction that's you know blowing off right now. So just really find the stuff that you like. I mean, there's anything you can find a fictional book about anything. Love that. On the other side of that, what would you tell someone just starting to write their own book? Mm, when I first started writing my book, I stopped reading as much as I was reading before. And it, I think it negatively impacted my writing at first. So when you start writing a book, sometimes you just say, okay, I'm just going to write. I'm not going to read that much. I'm going to devote that time to writing. But 
Um, and thankfully I corrected all those mistakes I made, but, um, which is my, my book is out and it's great. So you should buy it. <laughs> Just kidding. But, um, I would say don't stop reading when you start writing your book. Keep reading. Obviously, there's not as much time in the day, but, you know, just keep reading it one or two pages a day because there is a lot of muscle memory that will contribute to your book. You know, where do the commas go? Where do the period, where do the M dashes go? How many M dashes should you have in a page? How many chapters? How long do you want your chapter to be? The more you read other books and keep that fresh on your mind, the better your book's going to be, too. Love that. What's one thing that people are generally surprised to find out about you? Hmm. What's a good question. I'm in the phase of my life where, you know, I'm not really going out as much. I'm not really, you know, partying as much. And I mean, I really just love to read. I mean, I read so much. I think I read a lot more than the average 28 year old person. (laughs) So that's usually what it is. I mean, I'm sure anyone that's listening to this is a reader. So I'm sure we all read a lot, but if you compare me to, you know, at meeting someone out in the world, it's probably how much I read and how much I'm into books because it's, I always have the fear as a writer that books are going to go out of style because you just see technology building up and building up. But I don't really think that's ever going to happen because I don't know. I mean, I feel like books had a huge boom during the pandemic and, and I just think books are, I just love getting lost in the world of books. So I think the amount of the amount that I read would probably surprise a lot of people if they actually knew how much it was. Love that. Is there anything you would like to say or add? Yes, I would just like to thank Courtney. Thank you so much for this opportunity. And like I was saying before, uh, what really jumped out when I was looking at this podcast was you always you think of reading as an escape. And that's what I always thought of my book as. Think of it as an escape to this tropical resort. But once you get there, there's secrets lying in the shadows. There's problems. There's, you know, there's always issues wherever you go sometimes. And so think of this book as an escape that can be, you know, a break from your humdrum life. You can read it on the beach. You can read it, you know, really anywhere you need a break, you know, waiting in line at the doctor. Sometimes I'll bring a book in turn a doctor's visit into, you know, a great reading day because they always take forever. So that's what I think of my book is escape. And I want that message to be, I want readers to really, and I want potential readers to really know that the way I wrote this book was for it to be an escape from anything you might be going through. I love that. That's so amazing. Where's the best place for readers to find your book? I know some love signed copies. Is that an option and the best place to connect with you? So the best place to connect with me at this point would probably just DMing me on my Instagram, which is F-R-E-D-E-R-I-C-L-E-E-360. So it's Frederick Lee 360. Um, My books are on Amazon. It's called Resort Aquatica by Frederick Lee, spelled the same way as it was just spelled. Um, That's the only place I sell my books. So, and if you want to sign copy, just, you know, DM me on Instagram, reach out. I have a website as well. It's frederickleed.wordpress.com. So mainly if you want the book, it's uh, only through uh, Amazon. So that's the place to find it. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for being here today. We're so excited that we got to interview you. We'll be sure to drop those links in the show notes. That way everyone can find you. Thank you so much, Courtney. I really appreciate this opportunity.